Welcome to the Ambitious Mom Podcast, the podcast for the woman who is building a business empire and a family legacy. Having it all and living the life of your dreams now. No delay and no sacrifice required. We'll talk life, online business, spirituality, and everything in between. Here's your host, Katie Fleming. Let's do this thing. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Ambitious Mom Podcast. Today, we are going to talk all about, this is a life update. This is a catching you up to speed on schooling for this year, the 2021 to 2022 school year. Now, I want to encourage you, whether you have kids that are in preschool, elementary school, middle school, high school, whatever school, it doesn't really matter if you have kids that are in school or not, because this episode is going to be chock full of my thought process around things that even though I'm applying it to the situation of schooling for my kids, it will hold so many nuggets and so many codes that you can take into any situation in your life. That is why I am doing these life updates now that we are back and the Ambitious Mom podcast is back because I want you to see real time. I want you to see in the way that I lead my life, both in and out of my business, what it looks like to be like the thought process behind it. Because because it's not just about leading myself in my business. It's about leading myself well in my marriage, in my role as a mom, in my friendships, in my relationships, in our decisions as a family. And truthfully, truthfully, it's the most important actually that your normal, your life, the way you show up, the way you walk into a coffee shop, the way you navigate your world is so, so important because that it's like signaling an integrity button that just transcends to all areas of your life, including the online side of things. Like this, from the biggest of things to the tiniest of things, like taking your cart back at the grocery store. Now I get sometimes there's those days where I'm like, I'm not taking it back today. That isn't my highest and best. But generally speaking, like it is about highest service to all including yourself, right? So life update, let's talk about this because I mean, as an ambitious mom, as a woman who is building a business empire, as well as building an incredible thriving home, okay? Because I am here to raise kids who turn into world shifters, world changers. Our children are, they come, they come into this world, like ready to change the world. Like they have the most beautiful, beautiful, beautiful glimpse into the God realms already when they're here. Like the, the, the things that come out of my daughter's mouth, both of them, they're just of such wisdom and depth that it blows my mind. And so I'm here to steward their genius. That's my role as a parent. That's the way I see this. And so this is super, super important for us to talk about because we can't separate the life from the business when we're talking about this thing called ambitious mom life, like this ambitious motherhood journey. So here's a life change, right? So first of all, our calendars change frequently. If you have a baby, you know this to be so stinking true because it seems like every time you get your bearings on a new schedule, the baby drops a nap. Or they go through a four-month sleep regression. Like I remember it like it was yesterday. And I have so many clients who are juggling the newborn stage or have multiple kids at different ages, like all of this stuff, right? 
And it's just, I remember how like the moment I got my groove with three naps was the moment she dropped to two. (laughs) And the moment I got my groove on two was the moment we dropped to one. And I loved the one nap stage because it was like one three hour chunk of time and it was amazing. But my point in this whole thing is like the calendar changes frequently, whether with seasons, whether with baby life schedule changes, whether with a spouse's schedule, like my husband's work changes frequently, frequently, right? So I want to encourage you as we start this episode to create space in your world to assess the schedule as frequently as you need. To be clear with you, I do this quarterly, That's usually when I go assess the schedule and I tap into whoever is involved. So for me, that looks like my husband, um, as we get older and like my kids start becoming just more like involved in the running of our household, I will be involving them in this as well, because they're getting to this age where like there's volleyball, there's gymnastics, there's piano lessons, there's all these other things that will require them to get involved in the family planning, but also into my planning of my business and my life. Also talk to your team, like speak with your team on this as well as you change and shift things in new seasons of your business or in your life. Okay. So this is on a quarterly basis for me at this point in my life and in my business, I'm not having to shift drastic things. When I first started this process, it was like almost like a speed bump that I had to get over because I had never like gone there before. So it was like, hey, this is a little feels a little bit, I have resistance. So it took a second for me to push. But once you like, if you've ever been on a speed bump, if you go slow over that speed bump, it takes you a while to get to the point of no return, like the tipping point where you're just going on the other side of the speed bump, if you know what I mean. So I want to encourage you to just hang through that resistance and keep pushing if this is the first time you've ever made what I call an ideal calendar shell, okay? So your ideal calendar shell, I love to do this in Google Calendar, add an extra calendar, put it as a cute color, make it a brand color, whatever you want to do, but you're going to go and block your hours where everything is going to go, everything. Now, I don't get super, I stop, my day starts once I'm ready, like I sometimes will block the morning plans, like in terms of quiet time, working out, journaling, like that stuff. But like at this point in my life and my business, I don't do that anymore. But it starts with that first thing. Like for me, I'm going to get into this in a second, but the girls, once they're dropped off at school and I have my butt back in the seat on certain days, that's when the calendar starts. And it stops right around quitting time. And again, this depends on the day, so I'm not going to get into my schedule. But what I want to encourage you to do is to block your ideal calendar. Because what I've noticed with a lot of private clients and a lot of just people that have been in my programs over the years and listening to my podcast is when we really get into conversation and I'm like, okay, you say you want one-on-one clients. You say you want a mastermind. You say you want X, Y, Z. Where is it going? And when we look at it, they actually haven't made intentional space for the thing that they desire. Have you ever done this? Have you ever have been a part of this where you say you want, let's say five more one-on-one clients, but to be honest, you don't know where you'd put them. Your days are already chock full of things. So we have to make the intentional space. This is like clearing the room of clutter before we bring in the new decorations that you just got from TJ Maxx, right? We got to clear the space. We got to set the intention for the things that we desire to come in. We got to clear the space. This is huge, 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 huge. 
like I'm talking make space for discovery calls and consults or intensives or whatever it is you do, make space for client calls, make space for Voxer responding or, or, or feedback or office hours or whatever your business model looks like, make those spaces. Make those spaces. Add the CEO time, add the nurturing of your human, like the, the, the journaling, the, the reading, the personal development, the uh, increasing of your skills and um, professional development, the working out, the whatever it is that you desire to do, let's get that in your calendar because I'm a firm believer that we should not wait to live our ideal life until some future date when we are all of a sudden deeming ourselves worthy to have that, whether it's because of money or because somebody says we can or some external validation of some kind. We're not playing that game. If you desire the thing, let's figure out how to make it happen now. If you desire the housekeeper, let's start to think about what that would look like. Set the intentions. How would it, what would it feel like? What would you like to pay them? What would you have them do? And if you're not in a financial position to do that yet, there's no reason why we can't start to make space and start to shift our energy around what it is we want to call in. One of the things I love to do is when I, when I feel like the thing I desire is out of reach or I'm not like willing to spend money on it right now, or I feel like I can't or whatever, like, cause there's a lot of old programs that will come back in, especially around money that even if you have the money, you still feel like you don't have the money. Okay. And I'm going to give you an example about this. I have been talking about getting LASIK surgery for years. I think about it at least once a month, if not like every day. Because I have those kind of eyes that are like, I can't even see James when we're in bed next to each other. Like if he wants me to see his facial expressions, he needs to come right in front of my face. Like, like I'm talking like right in front of my face. And so I just kind of got sick of my stuff all of a sudden. Just, I got sick of my SHIT and I was like, you know what? This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Number one, I'm sitting here telling myself subconsciously, like, cause it wasn't, it wasn't like I was vocalizing it. It wasn't like I was talking about it to anybody. It was, I was already internally writing it off as not possible just because, because that's what it always had been years ago when I desired it initially, years and years ago, right? So I'm like, I'm sitting here making decisions on something that I don't even have information about, facts, facts about. I don't even, I don't even know how much it costs. This is ridiculous. And so I believe that we can attract provision. We can attract money. We can attract just wealth of any kind in so many different ways when we allow ourselves and we are open to the highest good of us and for all. So I reached out. I had two options that were referred to me by my eye doctor. I reached out to the one that I felt led to, at, to reach out to. And because of my husband's career, we were able to get 50% off. 50, five, zero. Holy moly. That's like two for one. <laughs> two eyes for the price of one. And she told me the price and I was like, are you kidding? What? I waited even the full price, even the 100% price. I'm like, I waited this long for this because I had written it off unconsciously. And so I want to encourage you. That's why I'm so adamant about like, we've got to live the life now. Do the thing now. Stop writing it off for some future thing where you may or may not ever get to the place where you feel like you've arrived to have it. It's up to us to shift the beliefs and to shift the the identity work in the now that says you're not worthy or that says you can't spend a couple G's on your eyes or that says whatever, because it's all bull. And when you notice that and when you start to see it, you can begin to play with these things that enter into your reality in such a fun, fun, organic way that's really beautiful. 
and takes you on this upward spiral to new growth. I'm telling you, like, there's so many lessons that like LASIK brought for me. (laughs) I haven't even had the surgery yet. That's next week. But it's just so crazy. When we allow life to bring us moments like this, to teach us moments like this, we don't have to manufacture growth. Growth just happens naturally. And so what was my point in saying that? Oh, we have to make space in our calendar to live the ideal life we want to live now, okay? So, all right, so I haven't even gotten to like the life update. Oh my gosh, I'm 12 minutes into this thing. (laughs) This is awesome. Okay, so. All right, here's the deal. If we were hanging out in real life over a cup of coffee, you'd better believe we'd be taking pictures, posting to our IG story, like all the things, right? So I want to invite you to screenshot your show, post it to your Instagram stories, and tag me at Katie Fleming. I love getting the chance to see how you guys are listening, what you're listening to, and get a chance to reshare you on my Instagram story. It is such an honor to do this together, to spread the message of ambitious motherhood to more ambitious moms just like you. Let's do this thing. So last year, when we moved to Texas, we moved to Texas around June, July, July, I think of last year of 2020. Okay. And we moved to Texas. We have been in Texas before. We know a lot of people, but we are in an area that's, that's away from the people that we know. And so it was basically like living around nobody. And we have no family here. We know nothing really of this area, no schools, like no doctors, no pediatricians, no OBGYNs, like none of it, right? So last year, given the circumstances of the world, given our values, given what we desired for education for our children, given all the things and the process I went through to decide what we're doing this year is the same process I went through last year. And I'm going to share that with you. But, but last year, the best decision for our family was homeschool. And we joined a co-op. It was a classical education co-op. And we, it was great. It worked. I had a, I had a pre-Ker that we treated like a kindergartner and I had a first grader and it worked. And my first grader is a decently self-led learner. And the co-op we were in was great. I did not push. I did not create unreasonable expectations for myself. I, did notice there were times when I would go into like a Holly homeschool, as I call it. Like I would feel like this Holly homeschool mood come over me and I would like whip out the laminator and get all the pretty colored paper and like turn into the side of me that wanted to be a teacher because Katie graduating high school, like wanted to be a teacher, but also wanted to be an accountant, but also wanted to be a journalist, but also wanted to be a mom, but also wanted to be an actor and a dancer and a singer and all this other stuff. Like the the multi dimensions of Katie Fleming is insane. It's crazy. It's crazy. So it's also cool to think how all the different elements of me are still being used in some way, shape or form today. The performer, the creator, the artist, the teacher, the guide, the mentor, ah, just makes me so happy. So anyway, So my point of telling you that, our plan last year, is to tell you that it served us, is to tell you that we got connected. We got rooted in this new area. We, We found babysitters. We found friends. We found doctors. We found community. And it was great. And it was what we needed until it wasn't, until there was something else. And did I, did I go into that school year being like, I don't think this is going to be long term. I need another solution for next year. No, I didn't at all. But I will tell you that I'm never, ever locked into a situation, no matter how good it is, 
or no matter how bad it is. This is, this is a message for somebody. You always have a choice. You're never locked in. You're never boxed in, even if it feels like you don't have anywhere else to go. And this may come up for a lot of you where it's like, I have no other choice but to do that thing or I'm going to lose my job. And I want to tell you, you have a choice always. And I'll fight for your choice all day long. All day long. And so it's so funny because my daughter, my sweet youngest, Juliana, she has no idea how prophetic she actually is and how she has like this insane ability to just know things. And she, the last day of school was like, told my husband and was like, are we, com- are we going to be at this school next year? He was like, yeah, of course, baby. And she's like, well, daddy, things can change very quickly. And he was like, making a face. He lives in a house full of very wise women. <laughs> He's like, what is she tapping into? And sure enough, only a couple, like two weeks later, it, we were doing some like summer school activities and I was just done. I was like fed up. I'm like, I had a moment of meltdown where I'm like, I can't do this anymore. And I remember like, I'm a little dramatic for those of you that don't know, but I'm sitting in my office chair, just having this moment of like, just releasing these emotions, releasing all of these things that were coming up for me. And this question like popped into my awareness. Like, what if you look into an option that's a private school hybrid kind of a thing? Because let's rewind two years prior. Actually, I interviewed her on the podcast, uh, Rochelle, where she talked about just an incredible episode. We'll link it up in the show notes for you. But she had mentioned offline, off air, about the way she homeschooled her kids. And it was a model called the university model. And it was homeschool, but it was also not. It was a hybrid of like in-class learning curriculum and then at-home work. And I'm like, that sounds amazing. So like all of a sudden in my moment of breakdown, I remember dramatically as it is, as it sounds, I remember the clouds parting. It had been like two weeks of straight rain, which just, I felt like personified the way I felt over those two weeks. Just like intense, heavy, so many clouds, like just, ugh, right? And then all of a sudden the clouds started parting. And it was like this thing, this question dropped in. Like, what if you look into that? And so I, I, if I remember correctly, I believe I reached out to her and I just started following the breadcrumbs of questions going, well, I wonder, what if we're meant to move into something else? I'm never tied directly and tied in heavy to any situation, any business model, any way that my business works, any way that my household works, any product that I have to have, any, any of it. I don't give my power to a product, to a business model, to a method, to a structure, to a strategy, to a school, to any of it. I don't give my power away to the containers in which I reside. It's not the way. I'm the power. And where I choose to flow and where I'm being called to flow is where the power resides every time. And so I'll spare you all the details, but it was just like one serendipitous thing after another. And I believe that's what happens when we trust the nudge. And it's usually a tiny nudge. It's not like some big butt bump that you just got over the you know, cosmic world. You don't get some like big butt bump from God that's like, hey, Go check this out. No, it's really subtle. It's like, hey, why don't you go look into that thing? But God, I don't remember the name of that person that, you know, did this in this area in Texas I don't, from five years ago. I don't remember. Oh, 
there it is. Oh, thanks, God. That was cool. <laughs> Thank you. Message sent. All of a sudden, connected with somebody else. All of a sudden, questions are being asked. All of a sudden, connections are being made. All of a sudden, it's just like to the point where I, people are asking me, how did you hear about the school? I'm like, hey, God? Like, I don't remember. Oh, but then I remember, right? Anyway, long story short, I remember deciding kind of in my head. Like we were sitting at the table. The girls were playing sorry, talking over us. You know, James and I were trying to have huge life conversations and there's so much noise going around us. And I was like, I was like, but babe, I was was still dramatic at this point. I'm like, but babe, are we the kind of people that do private school? And he just looked at me all matter of fact in his James way. And he's like, aren't we? I was like, well, yeah. And I was like, but are we the kind of people who pay for that? Like, like it's like two, it's like a double car payment a month. Like, it's like, it's like our mortgage payment a month. And he's like, well, aren't we? I was like, well, yeah. And I tell you that because in so many ways, the work that I've done in this online business and in this industry and the work that I do with my clients is about identity work. Because if you haven't shifted who you are, you can't even step fully into where you desire to go. There was so much identity work, shifts that I had to do. They were subtle. And here's the other thing I want to tell you. The more you continue to do this, the more you journey on this, this, this life growth of like allowing life to bring to you these lessons and initiations that call you up and into your highest version of who you are. As you continue to do this, as you go into these newer layers and levels, essentially, the shifts get subtler. It's not as like blaringly obvious, but it's powerful. And so it doesn't sound like those are big shifts, but they were. Because as I was saying it, as I was affirming, yes, we are the kind of people who do this. Yes, we are the kind of people who pay for that. Yes, we are the kind of people who can pay for that. It was like a gear of my identity and in my being shifted into place. So don't like, I mean, it's just crazy. It's amazing. So that is organic healing. I wanted to share that with you because it's in those moments I healed past judgments of myself, past judgments of a generational thing, of ancestral things, of all the things, my lineage, right? Of culture, of the collective. This is organic healing. The higher you go, sometimes the more subtle the shifts are, but the healing is still taking place in very, very powerful ways. And so the other thing I want to say as we continue this little lifestyle, life chat, life update, is I am fully aware that the perfect solution for school doesn't exist. I'm going to tell you today that I'm not sitting here saying we're going to be at this school for now through 12th grade. Because like, really, do I really know what's happening tomorrow? No, I don't. But at this point in time, with the information that I have, with who we are and where we desire to go right now, this is the best fit. And so I want to share with you what this looks like this year. So I'm very, very excited. It is Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. They go in class. The teachers instruct, give the new curriculum, share the information, and they come home to me on Tuesdays and Thursdays for essentially a bunch of homework. And I'm obsessed. We're almost through the first week of school and I'm obsessed because the beautiful thing is I've always structured my business in a way that allowed me to work 
while my kids were at school or with a babysitter or napping or whatever it was. But as they grew, like they don't take naps anymore. I can maybe get some, some room time in, but I'm always getting interrupted when it's room time. So the beautiful thing is Monday, Wednesday, Friday, it basically totals around 21 hours, which is 20, which is perfect for me. Mondays, what I've built into my schedule is James and I are taking a date morning slash it could potentially bleed into a date day or date afternoon. Wednesdays are client calls. Oh, Mondays are also like CEO stuff. Um, And Fridays are client calls slash CEO slash like, and I mean, when I say CEO, I mean like podcast recording. I mean, visioning and strategy. I mean, just the back end of the business, all the things that like working on the business, not in it. Right. So, and there's a lot of room in that schedule to care for the human me, because at this point, it's not just about there's so much nurturing of the human that goes into it because I have realized the value of the vessel that I am and I carry messages and I have to be like in top working order in order to be able to steward the things that want to come through me. That's health wise, that's energetic wise, that's spiritually, that's all of the ways emotionally. Okay. So there's a lot of space in my calendar for a reason. So I'm obsessed with this. It's the perfect blend for our family right now. It's perfect right now. (laughs) It's amazing. And just the way it was lined up and the speed of which it was lined up. I told you at the end of school this year was when I started to to make moves towards finding this. It wasn't until the middle of June, I believe, that we were actually making way with the application process. We didn't get approved till two weeks before school started. We ordered books and uniforms two weeks before we were actually approved in faith. All of this stuff, right? So I just want to share with you that it's incredibly important to me that you be seeking what's best for you and your family in your season of life. And like asking that question in a vacuum. And when I say ask that question in a vacuum, I mean, ask that question without giving care to external circumstances or external opinions, or, well, what would they say? Or what would she say? Or, but they, but this, that, and my business, this, I want you to ask that question in a vacuum. What is best for you and your family in this season? Define it. What does it feel like? Because that opens you up to tons of possibilities, the realm of limitless possibilities. We forget sometimes how our ability to create and manifest isn't just from our business. It's in our life too. The perfect sitter, (laughs) the perfect housekeeper. I've manifested housekeepers before. I let one, I, I, I made the decision to let one go because there was just some values not aligning. And I really, I really care. This is a podcast for another day, but I really care about where my money goes and who holds it, who gets to be a part on the other side of that transaction, right? I really care about that. So as much as I loved her, it was just time. And I just ended it. And I had nobody else. I had no intention of cleaning toilets either, for the record. (laughs) So, and then all of a sudden, A message I had sent to a housekeeper over a year ago got returned to me. She was like, hey, I just saw this was in the message request folder. 
Are you still looking for somebody? And I was like, matter of freaking fact, I am. Who are you? <laughs> How can, can you come over? Can you give me a quote? Can you something? It turns out, number one, do I like her better? Number one, is it more of a, va- a value alignment? But also almost half the price for weekly service, not every other week. Hello, manifested that. So your ability to create things is not just in your business. It's in your home too. And so take all of this that I've said today of what my, I want you, my whole thing is like, I don't want you to just do what I'm doing. I don't just want you to be like, oh, well, that's how she's making it work. So that's what I need to do. No, the magic is in you deciding how it's going to work for you. The magic is in you discovering which path is right for you. And then you go pave that path. I've paved my path to a point of which I can now see all of the different angles and the things that I've walked through, the things I've overcome, but you're meant to pave your own path, not walk mine too. And I'm here to point you on your own journey, your own path. It's like my favorite part of mentorship. So take what I say with a grain of salt, discard what you don't need, all of that stuff. Like that is my philosophy in any content I create, whether you pay to be in one of my high-end masterminds or my one-on-one coaching or a program of some kind or here on the podcast. Take what serves, discard what doesn't. Notice, here's the other thing I want to tell you. Notice as you're listening to this, if there's anything in this content that has like lit you up, And when I say lit you up, the way I see it is it has turned something on in you that is like blinking. And what do we know about blinking lights? If we're talking about an aircraft or we're talking about a spaceship or we're talking about a car, like if there's a blinking light, there may be something that needs attention. There may be something that's like, hey, you probably should look at me because I'm telling you your oil change needs to happen now. Or I'm telling you, you're about to run out of gas right now, Susie. You need to go to the gas station. (laughs) right? So when I say light up, that's what I mean. Is there something that I said today that lit you up, that created a charge in your field that has triggered you? I don't even like that word, but that has activated you in some way. Well, it's actually your role. And we're going to talk about this in another episode, all about how to navigate your triggers, but it is your role to tend to those things. You've got to. This is how organic healing begins to take place is when we don't just suppress and gloss over whatever it is that's happening in our field, but we take ownership of it, personal responsibility, hey, my favorite thing, and we shift it. So another thing, I, another tip kind of thing I want to give you as, as I navigated this shift in life change is I want you to notice where you feel peace and confidence when making decisions or when being presented with things. For me, it's a still small voice with a nudge in my sacral. Okay, that's my like pelvic area for those of you that don't know where that is. It's like a mm-hmm, go kind of a thing. It's not really my gut. It's, I don't know. If, you've ever, if, you're, if you're a sacral generator, if you're familiar with human design, you know what I'm talking about. But I go through these like subtle series of yes or no questions to arrive at a new choice point. And so I kind of told you about that when like the questions came in like, I was asking myself questions like, do I even want to be doing this anymore? Could there be another way? What would it look like if, right? And there's all these choice points and these questions that led me to things. And you have to follow those breadcrumbs, right? So notice in the past where you've made decisions that were very, very aligned. How, what was the way in which you made those decisions? The other thing I want to encourage you to do is to your most powerful tool. And this is the most simplest tool. And this is the most 
number one, it's like a free tool. <laughs> it, it's, it's the most powerful tool. And it's also the most underutilized tool that I find with my clients and, and in general. And me, if I'm being honest, like it's not my first thing that I reach for, but I do remind myself of it often. And that is ask for guidance. We forget that we all have access to this at all times to just ask. The answer doesn't always come right away. The answer doesn't always come in the way that we want it or in the timing that we want it, but it always comes. And so ask for guidance, ask for clarity, ask for support, ask for what you're calling and ask for all of these things. We forget this, right? And so I am just so excited I got to share this episode with you. So now that you understand kind of what our week looks like, Monday, Wednesday, Friday is, is Katie Fleming Workdays. There's some hubby day dates in there because that's, that is a value of mine. There is CEO time. There is client work. There is space to be and to nurture my human. There is space to create and to uh, just allow whatever comes through, right? And most importantly, there's space to be present in any container I find myself in, whether it's with my kids, whether it's with my clients, whether it's with my husband, whether it's with myself whether it's with God. Presence, your presence is the most profitable thing you can do, period. End of story. End of story. So if you're in a similar position, if you're feeling led to make move in terms of schooling, I want to challenge you to have a conversation, most importantly with yourself, but also like bring your husband in on this. Have a conversation. What do we desire as a family? What do we value as a family? What matters to us? And, if you, and, and remove all external things that say yay or nay to whatever it is you might actually desire. Allow your actual desires to come through and not be tainted with the projections or judgments of others, which in a lot of cases are sometimes just the projection, projections and judgments of your own. But that's a spoiler alert. So for us, stronger, strong education was huge. But it's also a strong view of the entire child, not just the education, because I know this, that information is just one part of this thing. I care about the mastery of the human, of the child. And yes, that involves learning, but that's only one piece. There's also spiritual components. There's also the emotional components, the relational components, the physical components, all of these things that make up a strong human. Because we are not just raising kids. We are raising children who will turn into warriors and change this world for the better. We're stewarding the next generation. And I don't take that lightly at all. So we also value similar values, safety. We also have very strong opinions as a household on what we do and don't do. And we aim to just not allow our decisions to be swayed by what some government entity or entity of any kind says. Sovereignty in our fields. We have sovereignty as the God-created humans we are. God created us. We have sovereignty. I want to remind you of that. I want to remind you that you always have a choice. You always have a choice. Even in moments where it seems like there is no other option, I guarantee you, if you get back into stillness, you allow all of the fears to come up, to see them for what they are and allow them to dissolve out of your field. If you allow that to happen, you will see, you will see in that stillness, in that neutral place, how powerful you actually are and how you do have choices. 
but it requires a letting go of the fears that have their grip on your decision points. And it takes boldness. And it takes personal responsibility to see it and to, and to heal any programs that might come up in those processes to wipe you out. Thank you for hanging with me <laughs> in pure Katie fashion. We talk about something as basic as a school year and we take it into all the depths, so many layers of depth, so much deepness, so much richness here in this episode for you if you caught it. But oh my goodness, this is it. This is the work. This is, the, this is where the identity work, the personal development, the inner work, the strat, all of it comes into play because we take it into all areas of our lives. And we're not afraid to go into those dark places and to heal and to transmute them. I hope this episode has served you. I cannot wait to hear what came from this. I cannot wait to hear more about you and your family, what you guys have going on this school year. I want to encourage you to screenshot your show, send me a message, post on your Instagram stories and tag me. I cannot wait to chat with you. Like chatting with you guys in the DMs is my favorite thing. Tell me more about what you guys are doing this school year, how you feel about it, what you want to create in this school year in terms of the emotion, the vibe that you're creating and, and, and setting up for you and your family with intention. I wishing and praying the most incredible year over you and your family. I love you guys so much and I will catch you on a future episode. And we're done. (laughs) It has been such an honor to get to hang out with you here on the podcast today. I freaking know that time is one of the most valuable assets and forms of currency that you have. It is such an honor that you've chosen to spend some of that here with me today. So welcome to the family. Make sure you're subscribed and I'll catch you on the next episode.